Welcome to Scanner School session number 51. 51. Today we are talking about the Unication G5 Pager. Welcome to the Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. So I want to thank our current Patreon supporters, James Felling, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, M.T. Bono, Mark Beebe, and William Arcan. You guys are awesome. You all rock. And I want to thank you all for supporting the Scanner School podcast month over month. And as part of the benefit of being a Patreon supporter at the $5 level, everybody gets the Scanner School podcast earlier than our normal Tuesday published date. So again, you can join Patreon on a month-to-month basis at any price point, but for $5 a month, you get the podcast a little earlier than everybody else. So again, if you want to be a Patreon supporter, you can do so by going to scannerschool.com slash support. So welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. Scanner School is a podcast where we teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. So why exactly are we spending a few minutes today talking about a fire pager? The Unication G4 and G5 pager is Unication's top-of-the-line P25-capable Phase 1 and Phase 2 pager. And again, full disclosure, I am a Unication dealer, but this isn't a sales pitch here. This is a honest review on why some people are buying the Unication G4 and G5 in in substitution of a scanner radio. And maybe why you would want to buy a scanner instead of a Unication G4 or G5 pager. So I'm going to kind of break it down on both sides here, why you'd want the G5 and why maybe you wouldn't want a G5. Again, this is not a sales pitch. This is just a flat-out honest resource that you can use to make a better buying decision if you're in a market for a new scanner or we're thinking about the Unication product. So again, I am a Unication dealer, but this is not a sales pitch. Let's just get that straight. So the Unication G4 and G5, let's break down the differences between the two model numbers before we really get too in deep with what you know, is going on with these pages. So the G4 pager is only 700 and 800 megahertz. That's all the pager can support as far as the bands go. The G5 adds VHF or UHF in addition to 700 and 800 megahertz. So the G5 can do on VHF 136 to 174, and it also does... 763 to 776 and a 51 to 870 and we'll just call that band split 700 to 800 all right in the uhf you have four band splits you can do 330 to 400 380 to 430 400 to 470 and here in the states the one that you'd want for public safety is 450 to 520 so something you'll notice here is that if you wanted this maybe for amateur radio use and also for public safety the C block, the 400 to 470, will take you from, you know, the federal through amateur radio up until you hit T-band on UHF. For, for most public safety in the United States here, you're going to want the D block, 450 to 520. And again, that also includes 700 and 800. 
So that's the difference between the G4 and the G5. Other than that, these are identical pagers. So the is an antenna that sticks out from the pager. That antenna is only used for the 700-800 block. If you're going to buy the G5 pager, there's an internal antenna that's used for either VHF or UHF. So if you're trying to improve your VHF, UHF reception on the G5, you're not going to be able to do it by swapping out the external antenna. You would need to plug into the, the optional amplifier charger, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. So let's back up a bit now that we've separated the G4 from the G5. Let's talk about some of the similarities between these pagers. So again, let's just say that the G5 and the G4, they're not scanner radios. They are pagers. So you have to think about them as not being as user-friendly as some of the commercial scanners that are out there. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't program it up to your specifications. These are very flexible pages when it comes to programming. So what I'm trying to say is you're not going to be able to change the setup of the radio on the fly. You're not going to be able to hold on a channel or lock out a channel or, or do those basic stuff that you'd like to do from a scanner on the pager. Okay, If you want to have a scanless setup, you're going to need to do so ahead of time via software and then load it into the pager. So why do so many people like to buy the G4 or the G5 pager communication as opposed to a scanner? Well, especially now with the P25 simulcast, the G5 and the G4 do an extremely good job with P25. Both of these pages support P25 conventional, P25 phase one, and P25 phase two trunking. They also support standard analog conventional. So it kind of gives you the flexibility of getting dispatched out on a conventional channel and then going over to a trunk system, or if you guys have trunking dispatch, to use that too as a talk group. The G4 and the G5 have a beautiful color display. It blows the display of the SDS-100 completely out of the water. Really nice, really sharp, really clean. The communication device is also IP67 rated, which means it's dust tight and it's water resistant for three feet for 30 minutes or one meter for 30 minutes. That means you can drop it in a puddle, you can drop it in a bathtub. If you happen to get pushed into a pool during a pool party, right, it's not going to harm the pager or it shouldn't harm the pager. Okay, They're tight, so you can run it underwater if you got to get it clean. Try doing that with a scanner radio and let me know how that makes out for you. Also, one of the items that's on a lot of people's wish lists when it comes to scanner radios is Bluetooth technology. So I think we're all kind of getting in, or at least me personally, I am. I use Bluetooth now for everything. I don't miss on my phone not having a headphone jack because I just use Bluetooth. I've been a big fan of Bluetooth for a long time. I don't use headphones on my scanners. On the Unication product, there's Bluetooth, so you can use your headset with the pager and not bother anybody around you. But do I do use Bluetooth on my pager? No. I've never even hooked it up, never even tried it. I know there's a feature in there for Bluetooth. I know people who use it and who like it, but I just I don't use Bluetooth. But again, that's an option that allows you to wear the pager on your belt, put the Bluetooth in your ear, and you're not disrupting anybody around you as you're keeping tabs of what's going on in the environment. 
So the Unication product is also smaller than the unit in STS-100, and it's also smaller than many of the commercial two-way radios that are out there. So it's also one of those nice things that people like about the Unication product is that while it's not super tiny, it's also not blatantly obvious that you're walking around with, with a radio. Another nice thing, too, about the Unication G4 and G5 is that there's 32 minutes of recordable audio on it. So if you walk up to an accident scene, if you're in the fire department or whatever, and you have to quickly take down a license plate or grab a, uh, a description or, or something like that, you can take the pager off your belt, hit the record button, and you're immediately recording a memo. It's not like with your cell phone where you have to unlock the device, find the voice record app, and then start going. It's right there on your belt, and it's ready to go. So you have 32 minutes of recordable audio right there on your belt at all times. You also have a beautiful lithium-ion battery, so you can get a day or two, maybe even more per charge, depending on how you set up the pager and you know how much of a load you're putting on the pager. If you have it scanning a whole bunch of stuff, if you keep the volume all up, if it's a busy system, I mean, that's all going to shorten the battery life. But you can, on, on average, get over a day's worth of charge or day's worth of use per charge. So again, you're not going to get that on the Uniden SDS-100. So speaking of charge, these pages charge over the included USB cable that comes in the box. So there's no special proprietary cables uh, that are required, and also the same when it comes to programming. There's no special drop-in units or interface cables or control devices that you need the included USB cable and the free software is all you need to program the pager. It means anybody can program up a pager. Now, the programming can be locked if you have some private information on the pager, right? You can lock up your programming. You can password protect it. But for most of us, we don't need to worry about that. So how much can this pager hold? Well, the pager has 32 zones that are programmable. So if you're not used to the terminology of a term of a zone, a zone can be thought of as a bank. And within the bank, there's eight positions or channels on the selector knob on top. So every time you turn that dial, it's eight positions or eight different ways you can program that pager to do something within that zone. Now, here's the trick on the G5 and the G4. A conventional frequency must be programmed to a zone and key combo in order for it to be considered usable in the pager. So if you want to add eight channels to a scan list, those eight channels first must be defined in the pager in a zone key combo. So if you think, look at it this way, eight channels on a scan list would require eight positions in a zone there's only eight positions in a zone, so you've taken up a full zone just to lay out eight frequencies. So if you do the math, there's 32 zones, eight positions per zone. You can program a maximum of 512 conventional frequencies in the pager. Now, the paperwork I have here right next to me says 256, but I do believe that as of the latest release of the software and firmware, they've upped that to maximize out at uh, 512. So again, you have to program them and map a frequency to a zone key combo before you can actually use it. And you can program in a whole pile of frequencies, 
but unless you map them, they're unusable. All right. So that's one of those other limitations. It's not as flexible as a scanner would. So let's talk about scan lists. You can put up to 16 conventional channels in a scan list. If you're looking at P25 trunking, you can have up to 64 talk groups in a scan list. Now, it's also worth noting that when it comes to trunking, the pager only does P25. It will not do Motorola Type 2. It will not do EDAX, LTR, NXDN. There's uh, rumors out there that there's looking at something maybe with DMR. If you look in the software, there's a, there's a pull down for DMR, but it's unusable. So that may be coming. But again, P25 only trunking. So another thing to remember is you cannot scan both conventional and trunking in the same scan list. Again, this is not a scanner. It's a pager. So it's going to be a conventional scan list or a trunking scan list. Additionally, you can only scan one trunk system per scan list. You could have multiple sites on the same system in a scan list, but you can't have multiple trunk systems per scan list. So again, this is a pager. You can set it up just as you would a normal everyday fire pager. It will support selective call. It will do uh, it will trigger off of Motorola Quick Call 2s. It'll do Plectron, Fast Plectron, GE timing. Also, your own customizable table in there as well. It will allow you to do uh, toneouts on P25. If your department does do Quick Call over P25, you can support that as well on this pager. What's really cool about it too is if you do use P25 toneouts, you can actually set up a sub-scan list in that scan bank. So if, say, talk group 001, just for example, is your two-tone fire page-out talk group, and if the pager gets a hit on a match on a tone-out, the pager can then go into a mini scan list of maybe your own local department's operations channel and fireground channel to get additional information about the alarm. So again, it will sit there on talk group 001, just an example. The tones will go out. It'll be a match, and then a scan will go through maybe talk group 15, 16, and 17 just as a scan list to uh, allow you to hear additional information. So it's really cool that it will allow you to do that as well. So again, you can also um, get alerts per talk group. You can set up stored voice. Again, you have another 32 minutes in here, so you don't have to worry about clearing out the memory. The oldest message will always be pushed out for the newest message, and it's a really cool way of uh, keeping tabs of what's going on. So even if you're not in the fire department, um, I mean, again, I think pagers is something that everybody should have because it's just the the next level of scanning. You know, you're out for the day, you come back, and, and you push the button on the stored voice machine, right, <laughs> like, a, like your voicemail, and you can hear all the calls that happen in your local area throughout the day. So uh, it's one of the things that uh, occasionally I like to do over here as well is just know what was going on, or maybe if you missed a call, you weren't you weren't available um, or you, you happen to come home or you wake up in the middle of the night and you find that there's lights on your block, you can just go and push the store voice button and, uh, and play back whatever the call was. So that's a really cool thing to do as well. So again, I'm trying to, you know, educate you on what the differences are between a Unication G4, G5 and, you know, a P25 scanner or something that's out recent like the SDS-100. That's really all we have to compare it to. 
because the SDS100 and the Unication G4 G5 use the same type of receiver, right? It's software based and it does a really, really good job in a simulcast environment. I do sell a lot of these pages. Again, you guys all know I am an Unication dealer. I do sell a lot of these people like these pagers. Again, they're not as obvious that you're carrying around a radio. Um, you know, again, they are not scanners. People need to realize when they buy them that they are not scanners. I get a lot of people who buy these because they need to have toys. I am one of those people that even if I wasn't a dealer, I would own one of these myself. Um, I love my G5 pager. And again, I'm not saying that as a dealer. I am saying that as a just a guy with a disease that needs to have a lot of radios. And, um, you know, it is really cool that it does do P25 on my local UHF system. I can basically have all of my county, my neighboring county. I've got FDNY in there. I got NYPD. I got the UTAC channels, the ATAC channels. So um, it is really loaded up, and I'm very impressed as to what this can do. My, lo uh, my neighboring county is rolling out a phase two 700 megahertz system that's simulcast. So I'm really looking forward to see how well that the pager will do on that system over there. And I just found out too that our local MTA or our local um, uh, Metropolitan Transit Authority is what they're called over here, uh, is rolling out a 700 uh, P25 system as well. So I'm getting ready to load that in the pager as well. Do you want to buy a G4 or G5 versus a scanner? That's a decision I have to leave up to you. I think I've kind of laid out the differences between a scanner and the Unication G4, G5. One last thing I will say about a scanner is you'll get a full range of frequencies you can monitor, right? You can go from 25 megahertz all the way up to almost a gig, maybe more. Of course, you'll have your blocks in uh, that you won't be able to monitor. But for the most part, you know, a scanner is going to... Uh, have a wide range of frequencies that you can pick up. Whereas the Unication device is tuned specifically for those band splits that it's cut for. So it's going to be a little bit more selective in, uh, in its reception than the, uh, the, the scanner itself. So earlier too, we did talk about the optional desktop chargers. There's two options when it comes to the Unication G4 and G5. You have a standard desktop charger which just instead of opening up the little rubber flap and plugging in your USB port, you take that USB plug and you plug it into the back of the desktop charger, and now you just drop in the pager in the charger. These are a great, great upgrade when you just buy the pager, and I think that really this is one of those optional accessories that uh, is worth its weight. It just makes it so much easier to charge the unit up. It stands up. Uh, it's It really is you know one of those things that, should be packaged up together as a combo kit. Additionally, there's an amplifier charger you can use. It has a beautiful, loud, let me tell you loud, front-facing speaker on this thing that will, that it'll, it'll make you go deaf if you're sitting next to it. Um, it's loud. And uh, again, it's got the, uh, it's got independent volume on the front. It has a port in the back so you can run an external speaker it also has relay contacts on it so if you wanted to set it off uh set off a um uh, a strobe or an alarm bell uh, or any type of external alerting system that can be triggered off of the amplify charger and again it also has a bnc antenna adapter on it so you can improve your sub band performance so if you have the vhf or the uhf pager the VHF and UHF frequencies will pass through that external antenna to the pager itself. So now that's the way of getting better reception 
um, on the G4 or G5 pager. So if you had a basement apartment, you know, the the amplified charger with the external antenna or the uh, or the whip antenna that's on the back of it would be probably better than the built-in antenna on the G4 or G5 pager. So I think it's a little pricey, but, um, you know, again, could be worth its weight if that's your situation. So me personally, my G5 sits in an amplified charger, and um, I don't even have the antenna plugged in the back, so it's just running off the internal bar antenna. So that, to me, personally, that works well enough because I'm just monitoring a local P25 system and my local fire department on my uh, my G5. It's when I walk out the door and I'm outside and I listen to everything else on it. So to me, that's just the way that mine works. But your, you know, your setup is going to be different than mine. So let's talk about pricing. Still right now, we're talking about December 2018. The SDS100 is still floating at $650 for the unit. The Unication G4 is about $560, and the G5 is $660.25. So right now at East Coast Pagers, there's a $100 Unication instant credit of $100. So that drops the G5 down to $560.25. There is no credit on the G4. So the, essentially the G5 is the price of the G4. So if you're on the fence and you know which one to buy, the G5 right now is where you want to be. So these this discount is only until December 21st, 2018. Once the, once the 21st is over, the price goes up 100 bucks. So if you're looking for a G5, right now is the time to buy. And if you contact me directly at eastcoastpagers.com, I can help you out a little bit more on the pricing. Now, I can't announce what the pricing is here, but just let me know you heard about this on Scanner School. And we'll help you out with the pricing. So your pricing is five sixty twenty five. Call me up and we'll talk about it. All right, guys, that's it. Again, I'm not selling the pager. This isn't a sales pitch. This is just so you know the difference between a scanner and the Unication G5 because the Unication G5 is a very popular product and a lot of people are looking for the G5. So if you can't tell, my voice is getting a little hoarse. My four-year-old got my wife sick, and I have a feeling that it is making its way onto me. So before my my voice dies out any further, I want to say thank you so much for listening to Scanner School. We teach you everything you need to know about the Scanner Radio Hobby. If you haven't done so already, do me a favor and subscribe to this podcast. All you got to do is on your whatever it is you're listening to right now, if it's on a mobile device, click that subscribe button in the app. If you're online uh, listening on a web browser, you can just sign up for our email newsletter, and we'll let you know every week when a new podcast comes out. And again, if you're listening to us on iTunes, do us a favor. Please leave us a review. By reviewing us in iTunes, it helps other people find the Scanner School podcast. And that's what we're here for. We're here to teach you what what you need to know about the Scan Radio hobby. So we want to be able to do that for more people. All right? Finally, if you're in the New York area on January 5th, 2019, I am doing a free forum at Ham Radio University at Long Island University. This is a 9 a.m. course, and it only lasts 50 minutes. So if you're in the Long Island area, January 5th, it's Saturday, 2019, come on down to Long Island University. Or for more information, check out hamradiouniversity.org. And come on by and say hi. And again, it's a free 50-minute class. 
It's an introduction to scanner radio. So again, it's going to have a long island spin to some of the information in there, but no matter where you go, the information is still going to be valid. It's still going to be able to teach you something. So if you're up and you're seeing the family for the holidays and you want to spend a few extra days, you want to come out and see me, again, go to hamradiouniversity.org. That's hamradiouniversity.org. I'm going to try my best to record the session and post it online for those of you who cannot see it. All right, guys, before my voice quits, I'm out of here. Enjoy the rest of your day. Again, thank you so much for being here. And if you have any questions about using your scanner, because I know we're getting to the time when people are buying new radios and they're getting them as gifts, drop us a line at scannerschool.com slash ask. If you use our speak pipe or you use our local telephone number, we will get your question answered on the very next Ask Scanner School podcast, which will be out in about two weeks. All right, guys, 73. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Scanner School podcast. Be sure to visit www.scannerschool.com to access the show notes and bonus content.